0: On behalf of Weinberg Information Services, this is Bob Keebler, and joining us today is Attorney Larry Brody, and we're here to talk about the impact of tax reform on life insurance. Welcome, Larry. Thanks, Bob. Larry, there's two proposals on transfer tax reform. But what are these proposals, and how do you see these playing out?
1: Uh, well, there are two proposals. One is the administration's 2016 proposal. The other is the House Republican tax blueprint. Um, uh, Neither is fully formed, but there are outlines of each, and unfortunately for planning, they're each slightly different. But let me spend just a minute kind of summarizing what each proposes. So under the administration's 2016 proposal, the one thing that's clear is they would repeal the estate tax, which, of course, they call the death tax. The gift tax, unfortunately, is not addressed one way or the other in the administration's proposal, nor is the GST tax. In terms of carryover basis at death, uh, the administration proposed capital gains at death with a 20% flat tax and a $10 million exemption, presumably per person, although that wasn't clear, And perhaps with a further exemption for small businesses and farms. Under the House Republican tax blueprint, again the one thing that's clear is the estate tax is repealed, which again they call the death tax. The gift tax was not specifically addressed again. They did address the GST tax. They would repeal it. Finally, in the House Republican tax blueprint, the basis of inherited property was not specifically addressed. There was, however, a comment later on by Speaker Ryan that there should, quote, be no tax at death, unquote. That presumably means no capital gains at death, but it's unclear if that meant a step-up in basis or carryover basis. So that's what we're working with, and it seems to me there are a number of possibilities under either or both of those, and of course it's possible that neither of those wind up being the proposal that's actually going to be made and adopted. So the first one is what are we? What are the possibilities with regard to the gift tax? One is it's repealed and the other is it's retained as it was under the Bush tax cuts. Similarly for the GST tax, taking these two together, either it's repealed or it's retained, or there's a third possibility and that is it's retained with a zero tax rate as it was under the Bush tax cuts. The possibilities with respect to the basis of inherited properties are capital gains at death, capital gains at death with no exemption, capital gains at death with a $10 million or some other exemption, full carryover basis with an exemption as as in the Bush tax cuts, full carryover basis with no exemption, and full step up at death. So, how do we combine those to think about planning for insurance? Uh, One way to do that is to think about what, again, the possibilities are. First possibility, in my view, is the estate tax, gift tax, and GST tax are repealed and there's full basis step up at death. For life insurance, that obviously means there would be no tax at death, either estate tax, GST tax, or capital gains at death. For which life insurance could be used to provide funding, but it seems to me it also means that if there's any risk that the estate tax comes back at some point, either because all of this is done under reconciliation, and that means it has to sunset at the end of 10 years, or there's just full repeal with no sunset, but people are concerned about the estate tax coming back in another administration, With no gift tax and no GST tax, we could fully fund any kind of trust, including a life insurance trust, with any amount of insurance with no transfer taxes and have it grandfathered from the transfer taxes if, as, and when they came back. Uh, If all three taxes are repealed uh, and there's capital gains at death, with or without some exemption, Life insurance could be useful, as it is now, to pay estate tax at death, to pay that capital gains tax at death. Finally, the estate and GST taxes are repealed, but the gift tax is retained, as it was under the Bush tax cuts, to help back up the income tax rather than the gift tax. Uh, There, again, if there's concern that the taxes may come back at some time, uh, we're going to need to think about how to get life insurance out of uh, the insured's estate. And uh, that may mean doing something like premium financing or split dollar to reduce or eliminate the gift tax of funding the trust. Uh, and again, um, if there is a repeal of the estate and GST taxes, but retention of the gift taxes, we will need insurance to the extent uh, clients are interested in and willing to transfer assets to irrevocable trusts to, again, to get grandfathering if the taxes come back uh, because the way we do that are loans, sales to grantor trusts, grants, irrevocable, charitable trusts, uh, all of which take time to work and all of which probably use insurance now uh, in case the settler dies in the early years before there's a chance for any of those kinds of transactions to work. So stepping back,
0: when we spoke a few weeks ago, you specifically referenced that split dollar would have a new renaissance if the corporate tax rate goes to 15%. And walk us through that. So we have all this money trapped in a C-corp. We pay tax at 15%. We don't want to dividend out because we don't want to pay more tax.
1: So what do we do? Well, again, this, this, uh, again, is our friend Tom Camito's idea that, uh, I must say, hadn't occurred to me. Uh, But if we do get corporate tax reform, including presumably um, pass-through entities uh, tax reform, where we get a 15% entity tax, but we have a higher, perhaps 25% individual tax, split dollar, both economic benefit and especially loan regime, become much more attractive. Um, because uh, with either you get no deduction at the corporate level for employer-employee uh, split dollar, uh, and you're re- trying to reduce the income tax consequences to uh, the insured employee. So with a lower corporate tax rate or even uh, business and en- pass-through entity tax rate, uh, to the extent there would be income back to the entity, Uh, in economic benefit split dollar or loan regime split dollar, you're taxing it at a much lower rate uh, and avoiding the tax uh, at the individual rate. I understand that. And finally, people are also talking about that
0: 419 might have a very short renaissance if we can deduct things at a higher rate in the last quarter of this year. Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: No, I assume that uh, if we do have a higher rate in the last quarter this year than we will next year, and, again, that gets to a whole different issue, and that is what's the timing of tax reform, then anything that would be deductible this year uh, would be much more valuable at the corporate level uh, than if we do get tax reform, uh, corporate tax reform for next year.
0: That makes sense on the surface. Larry, we've certainly covered a lot of ground today, and thank you for being with us. On behalf of Weinberg Information Services, this has been Bob Keebler with Attorney Larry Brody. Thank you for joining us today.